Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, we're going to talk about a really common stone, but one that I don't think really gets enough props, one that is really kind of often overlooked, and that is red garnet. And specifically, we're talking about red pyrope garnet. So there are tons and tons of varieties of garnet, if you don't know this. There's grossular garnet, hessianite garnet, spessartine garnet, almondine garnet, <laughs> pyrope garnet, and there, there are others. Um, and red pyrope garnet is one of the most common forms of garnet. You find really great pieces coming from India and China. Um, you can even find some really great pyrope garment, garnets coming from Alaska in the United States. Um, so it's, it's really one of those stones that, although it's pretty common, I think is so, so powerful and so helpful when you really need its specific qualities and there's nothing else quite like it. And a lot of people, you know, they think of garnet as a little bit boring. And I don't know if that's just because, you know, it's like the January birthstone and people are so familiar with it and it's been really overused and jewelry and that kind of thing. But garnet for healing is such an amazing stone. And so in my work with garnet, of course, I, I always have my little messages that come through from the stones that I work with. And with red pyrope garnet, this was the message. I help you to stand in your power. Feel the blood course through your veins and know that you are alive. You are here and now. Feel your radiant self shine forth into the world. Um, and so that's for me what red pyrope garnet is all about. It's so strongly connected to the root chakra, the first chakra. So it stimulates vitality, it increases motivation, it helps manifest prosperity and abundance. So all these things that are connected really strongly to root chakra energy. But I have found if you use it at the solar plexus, it also aids in sluggish digestion. So if you have digestive issues, red garnet can really increase and enhance your digestive fire, um, which helps to stimulate the digestion, helps you absorb more nutrients from your food. So this is a great stone. You can just work with it by holding it over the solar plexus or sacral chakra about 10 to 15 minutes before you eat and then uh, for about five minutes after you eat. And I think that this is a really helpful practice um, if you've been having some digestive issues. Uh, I had surgery a few years ago. Some of you may know this about me, um, but just a couple weeks before my 29th birthday, I had a full, complete hysterectomy. Um, and that was really difficult, really challenging. And after my surgery, although I had a, a fairly non-invasive form of surgery, um, I did a laparoscopic hy hysterectomy. 
I had so many digestive problems because everything was just resettling. It was really difficult. Um, and also with the antibiotics and things like that that I was on, it just, it really wreaked havoc on my digestive system. And I found that red pyrope garnet was so helpful in kind of getting my digestion back to a really um, healthy place. And so that's that's one other way that you can use it outside of just kind of the general root chakra things that I think garnet is typically associated with. The other thing that you can use red pyro garnet for at the solar plexus is to really enhance self-confidence because of that sense of power and that sense of... Um, I don't know a good way to say this, but that sense of amness, okay? I'm making up a word, amness. So just feeling so deeply connected with who you are and not in an ego way. This is just about a, you know, a way that is you having a human experience, right? And so I think that because it connects you with that sense of personal identity um, and personal power, it really instills a lot of self-confidence and helps you shine your inner light because you feel so much more confident, courageous, um, and, and grounded. Uh, and these things all make us feel more secure, more safe, more nurtured. And so we're able to feel that self-confidence. We're able to share the best parts of ourselves in a deeper way when we feel like we are safe and protected and nurtured. So the other thing that Garnet is really great for, for is it really um, enhances this idea of spiritual ascension and growth. And here's what I mean by that. So if you think of someone who is a spiritual seeker, they're always looking to expand themselves spiritually, a lot of times these people aren't grounded. And so as much spiritual work as they do, it's never fully integrated into who they are because although they have the higher vibrational stuff happening for them, right? Unless you're really grounded and connected with earth energy, you have no way to pull that energy from universal source, from the divine, from spirit, down into the physical, down into reality. And so garnet, because it's so strong um, for grounding, especially this red pyrope garnet, it really enhances your ability to grow spiritually because it helps you find that place of balance between the spiritual realm and the physical realm. So on a more physical note, um, Garnet does also have a reputation for assisting with the circulation of the blood. Um, now, of course, when we're talking about physical properties of crystals, we're always talking about them in an energetic way. So what crystals do is they actually create the right energetic qualities, the right energetic frequency for this physical shift to take place. So if you've been having problems with your circulation, of course, see your physician of source, of course, work on this in a traditional allopathic medical way. But by bringing in the energy of garnet, it can really support those shifts that you need to make um, on an energetic level so that you can see those physical results manifest more quickly. So uh, it also helps regenerate energy for your physical body. So, you know, if you're feeling really depleted, lethargic, run down, um, garnet just helps revitalize you, re-energize you, this red pyrope garnet. It's just amazing. And it's also a great energetic 
purifier or cleanser. Uh, Because of that connection to the root chakra, it helps you release anything that's no longer serving you energetically into the earth where it can be transmuted and transformed. And I just love this about garnet because it really does keep you free from a lot of that psychic debris and energetic clutter that tends to kind of fill up our aura, right? And so um, you can just be a lot clearer with your own energetic vibration when you are routinely kind of doing some cleansing and just having this red pyrope garnet in your field really helps with that release really helps you let go of anything that's not serving you the other great thing about this is that it enhances sexual energy now i find that for men red pyrope garnet should be used at the root chakra to enhance sexual energy and for women it should be used at the sacral chakra and that's just because of the physical location of the sex organs in male and female Um, so i just i find that this is really helpful for people who are having difficult time opening up sexually i really used it with a lot of clients who were feeling fearful or intimidated or who had traumatic sexual experiences who needed to overcome that and So I do think that there are some energetic qualities to garnet um, that can help you establish really healthy sexual boundaries. So the color of red pyrope garnet is really a deep blood red. Some garnets are so dark, they almost look black, but then on the surface, you can see little sheens of red. And these are some of my favorite garnets. Some of these garnets even have stars on them, especially those from India. They're super gorgeous. Um, And red pyrope garnet, like I said, it's mostly associated with the root chakra, but there are reasons to use it at the sacral chakra there are reasons to use it at the solar plexus if you wanted to enhance that sexual energy you might even try using it at the heart chakra um, because for a lot of us you know sex is very strongly connected to the emotions and to feelings of love so it makes sense to use that at the heart chakra so this red pyrope garnet is great for enhancing the positive attributes of Capricorn, Aquarius, and Aries. And it will also kind of tame down some of those negative attributes. For example, Aries are known to have a bit of a temper. They're a fire sign, right? They're a little bit fiery. Um, And you would think that red garnet would work kind of counterproductive to that. But because it is one of the zodiac stones for Aries, it will enhance those positive attributes and balance out those negative attributes. So red pyrope garnet is thought of as being a very fiery stone, but it also really resonates with the element of earth because of that strong connection to the root chakra. Now, if you're like me, you love flowers and gardening and that sort of thing, um, and you're looking to combine the energy of crystals with your um, herbs or flowers, or if you want to just use some crystals in the garden, red pyrope garnet is really strongly connected with the energy of bloodroot. A great um, companion essential oil for this stone is ginger, and an excellent companion stone is serpentine, especially if you're working on your physical health. So I also want to share a little bit um, from one of my amazing managers at Mimosa Books and Gifts, my new age store uh, here in Madison, Wisconsin. 
And this uh, little bit of lore about Garnet is shared with us from the amazing Kathy Douglas. So Kathy did a little research for me and she found that the word Garnet actually comes from the same root word, granum, which is um, Latin and it's the root word for pomegranate. So if you think of pomegranate and then we have the Latin word granum and then the word Garnet, these are all really strongly connected and related. So if you look at red pyrope Garnet, it actually Actually looks just like the interior of a pomegranate and it, they're so beautiful um, and it, a garnet has also been associated with drops of blood uh, throughout history and you can find this uh, evidenced in lots of different lore and mythology uh, for cultures all over the world so Kathy gives a great example here and she says for example there's an Indian myth that says when the demon Vala was slain, his fingernails and toenails were scattered all over the world as garnets. So there are a lot of different legends and lore, um, particularly in the East, that relate to different deities and their connection with stones. This is kind of an interesting one. I've never heard of the fingernails and toenails. Very, very interesting. Um, But she says there are also legends about Garnet's brightness. So in particular, you know, that sheen that I was talking about earlier. And there, there are legends that say that the Garnet's internal light glows bright enough to light up a room. And Kathy says, in fact, the Quran says that the fourth heaven is filled with garnets to bathe it in warm light, which I think is really beautiful. And that just kind of goes to show that, you know, crystal healing and crystal energy and the use of crystals really permeates all cultures on the globe and goes back just an infinitum, right? As far as we know, the human experience has been deeply connected with crystals. Um, And so one thing that's really interesting to know about garnet and its history is in ancient times, a lot of the red stones were confused for one another. We didn't have these systems for classifying crystals and understanding that these minerals and crystals were different based on their internal structure and their chemical makeup and all these different things. So the word carbuncle was actually used um, in many ancient writings to describe any red stone. Now, sometimes this was a garnet, sometimes this was a ruby, Um, Sometimes it was a pink sapphire, or weirdly, it may have even meant a diamond at one time. Um, But eventually, people realized that there were these differences in the red stones. So if you're looking back through some ancient writings and you see the word carbuncle, look at where that writing comes from. And if it's referring to a place where garnets were plentiful, then it may have been referring to a garnet. If it was from a place where rubies were more plentiful, it's more likely referring to a ruby. Um, I've also seen carbuncle referring to red or pink spinel. So just kind of look at those sources with a little bit of a grain of salt and know that they may have meant a different stone. And sometimes now it's hard to find out what was really truly meant in some of those writings. Um, But I suppose just, you know, to kind of summarize, the main thing I wanted to get across here is that this red pyrope garnet is amazing, but I do really encourage you to explore the other forms of garnet also. So I mentioned grassular garnet and spessartine and hessianite, um, but there's also andradite garnet. uh, There is demon toyed garnet. There are just some amazing, amazing 
types of garnets out there, and they range really all colors from red to purple to pink, green, yellow, black. Um, they're just all over the spectrum. And so uh, if you've only experienced the red garnet, that's great, but I'm going to encourage you to go out there and check out some new varieties as well that you might not be as familiar with because there's some really interesting things. And I love kind of comparing the same type of stone with different colors and formations and seeing how the qualities of the energy change as I'm working with different varieties of the same crystal. So that's it for today. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. And if you want more information about anything that I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, as always, the biggest compliment that you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss a future episode. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com 